Welcome to Shame Space. I am Jenny and I'm joined here by Virtual Claire. Say hi, Claire. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> um, yes, this this week we have been doing The Tick and Claire is going to get us uh, started with all the shameful things that we have done. I think they're mostly me. <laughs> mostly me. <laughs> I don't think they're mostly you. It's just that this first one is you. And I mean, to be honest, I'm not entirely sure how much we need to apologise for this, but I feel like we probably should on behalf of anyone who listened to Jen's American accent. Ah. (laughs) Um, It was, I mean, the voice, it was, it was spot on for the like, this time or the, you know, the cinema announcer man. In a world. That's that the one. one, but the accent itself. <laughs> well, I'm not an actor, and it's a parody. The tick is a parody, so I was doing a parody of an American accent. <laughs> <laughs> so, if if you thought it was wonderful, please tell us. If you thought it was dreadful, please keep it to yourself. Um, but it if was... you thought it was dreadful, this is our apology for that. I am sorry. It was bad. I will do better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want you to do worse. Um, I could do worse. I could definitely do worse. <laughs> that's that's our challenge for next time. Do a yeah. worse accent. Uh, then we were chatting quite a lot about Peter Serafanowicz because he is obviously the main guy. He is the tick. Uh, I, I checked this. I was correct. He was the voice of Darth Maul. He wasn't the, the, the physical uh, actor because the lad who played um, Darth Maul in... Phantom Menace was the same guy who played the frog one in X-Men in the first the f- X-Men film the frog one yeah there was a lad who had like a really long frog tongue in the first X-Men oh the lizard and, guy and he is basically uh, um, a sort of gymnast and uh, martial arts person so he did as well as being an actor he did the, the physical side of the character and Peter Serapanowicz was the voice. Oh, cool. Um, shall I carry on with my... I, I basically need another... I need to... Uh, uh, I can't think of any words anymore. That's good. I issue an pause. apology. Issue, issue <laughs> another... Issue another... Oh, God. Issue and another apology. That doesn't make no. any sense. No, start that one again. I, issue and an anthropology. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shop. Sorry. No. Issue another apology. There we go. Um, there we go. Wow. So that's going to be hell for editing. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> Just keep it in. It's fucking Keep it all gold. in. It's gold. All right. Okay. I need to issue another another apology. I don't know why that just sounds weird. Um, <laughs> for basically cobbling together every single superhero film as Marvel and saying that they were all shit. So that's wrong. And I'm very sorry. <laughs> First of all, I don't think they're all shit. And Marvel is a certain... Everyone knows this apart from... Well, no, I did know it. I just didn't think about it. But Marvel has a few films that belong to the Marvel comics. And then there's DC comics. And I've basically oh. gone down a rabbit hole of comics at the moment. Um, well, I just, I've just been on Wikipedia. So DC is Superman, Batman... See if I can remember all of this. Right. Su- Superman, Batman, 
Wonder Woman, Catwoman. So that's all DC. And Marvel is all the Avengers, Spider-Man, the Hulk. So that's Marvel. But apparently for years, they've all been ripping off from each other. Is Marvel, is everything that is in Marvel currently Stan Lee? Pass. Okay, because I know he wrote uh, Spider-Man originally. Um, so I think they probably have a lot of different writers at the moment. It's it's all, no, but all he, from the comics. He created them. So probably, yes. Okay, so Marvel is effectively... I think the Marvel Universe is, is Stan Lee. So what is what is DC? You said it's Batman and Superman and that. So, um, yeah, so yeah, Stan Lee did write all the Marvel comics. Right. So um, that's that's why they're all lumped together as Marvel because they were they were his sort of brand name, so to speak. Yeah. Um and DC comics is so basically the difference I was reading about this, the diff the sort of the main difference is DC were meant to be kind of like godlike creatures that came down to earth and protected the human race. So like uh-huh. Superman was an alien, he came to protect the human race. Mm-hmm. And Marvel is more to do with being human yourself, like being human first and then becoming a superhero. Like oh. the humanity side of being a superhero. So for example, Peter Parker was bitten by a spider and then became Spider-Man, that mm-hmm. type of thing. And even Thor, was it Thor? Thor is a, it is, a, he, a, he a was Norse a, god. Yeah, but he's also Marvel. Oh. Um, and Thor, played by uh, one of the... Hemsworths. One of the Hemsworths, yeah. Um, I don't know which one. And Thor, even though he's a god, was sent to Earth by Odin. His father, um, yep. And made to be a human. So there's that kind of human-god superhero connection. Oh, okay. Which is Marvel. Um, and basically, mum's, my mum said, who's, who's been listening to this, she said <laughs> that, that apparently you're either Marvel or DC. She says she's both and she oh. thinks it's stupid. But a lot of people are either... Sorry, mum, but just... <laughs> no, I mean, mum mom, mom likes like all of it, but she doesn't discriminate. She likes it she, all. She likes everything. It's fine. Um, sorry, mum. <laughs> so uh, basically, a lot of people are in one camp or the other. I think that's the thing. Like you're a okay. DC person or you're a Marvel person. And now looking like I like some of both. I really like the bat the new Batman films. I don't really <gasps> they like work yeah, great. I don't really like super. Superman. I don't like any of that. I think I prefer Marvel, weirdly, because I forgot that Deadpool was Marvel and I love Deadpool. Is it? Yeah. Oh. So I think Marvel's a little bit more tongue-in-cheek. Right. So are you going to retract your statement that all Marvel films are shit? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I've realised what it is, is that they're all too popular and I like bands before they were famous. Like, I like Muse up until the origin of Symmetry, and yeah. then I didn't like them when everyone else liked them. This is a very long-running thing with Jen. <laughs> um, yeah, I do have the, I do have this weird thing about... I, I remember, you know, how, how I feel about Stranger Things, how I love it. I remember coming out of Oxford Circus Tube and seeing Topshop were doing a Stranger Things <laughs> special, and I was like, oh, no, I have to now hate it ruined. now. it's <laughs> ruined. Yeah, and then it's just like, Topshop? Ugh, and I got really upset. Um, anyway, so so yeah, the tick is neither of those things. Claire, you're going to tell us the origin of the tick. Uh, I am, in a minute. 
Uh, but okay. first of all, <laughs> I see a good segue. Damn it! I was giving. I was I know, opening. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but you skipped ahead. Mm. Um, <laughs> I. We mentioned the Eye of Horus because the, the eyeliner lads in this episode had the Eye of Horus around their eye in eyeliner, which was pretty cool. Um, and I said, originally, I just decided it was Greek. And I know full well it's not. And I did in the episode say it was Egyptian. Yeah. But it is actually an ancient Egyptian symbol of protection, royal power and good health. It's similar to the Eye of Ra, which belongs to a different god, Ra, but represents many of the same concepts, apparently. Mm. So it's it's associated with with the god Horus. And it's, so yeah. So yeah. So um, I've actually seen the first two episodes of this, and Miss Lint, who is Louisa from Jane the Virgin, mm-hmm. she basically the guy who has the tattoo. So basically, all of the people, all of the henchmen, have this tattoo, but she wouldn't get it. Uh. And she oh. was basically saying, like, because she's got her own, like, scars on her face. And she was saying, like, what's your obsession with all this Egyptian crap? And she just, like, slags him off for it, saying he's a loser for thinking it's cool, which is quite funny. <laughs> so have they chosen to get the tattoo yeah. of the eye? Yeah. And she like, didn't make them do that? No, they... So I'll explain what I know from seeing the first two episodes in a, in a bit. Okay. Um... Why don't you explain the origin of the tick first, and then I shall. and then I'll share what I know so far. Share your knowledge with the world. Um, <laughs> so it was a it was a it was the tick was a, a comic superhero created by cartoonist Ben Edlund in 1986 Yay. as a newsletter mascot for the New England comics chains of. Boston area comic book stores, yeah. and it's a pa- it is a parody of American comic book superheroes. Um, so he his name is the one that I remember seeing popping up quite early on in the credits. So I think he was involved with yeah. this uh, this TV series. Um, but there have actually been three versions on TV, according to Wikipedia. Um, there was a series in 1994. Uh, which ran for three three years, a series in uh, two thousand and one that ran for a year with Patrick Warburton as the tick, and he I is seen a, um, yeah. What's his guy from Family Guy? He's the guy from Seinfeld, isn't he? He's Joe in Family Guy. Joe Swanson, yeah. He was also in Seinfeld. I think. Okay, haven't seen it. I haven't either, but I watched the YouTube video of all the tick stuff. Um, okay, and um, then this one. So when you say there was the thing that ran for three seasons, I think that was a cartoon. Yes, animated TV series. Yes. So, yeah. You you didn't... You, that wasn't clear, Claire. Clear, Claire. All right. No, All I right. know, but, you know, the <laughs> listeners might want to know. <laughs> Are you going into specifics? What? Look, you said my accent was bad, and now I'm on the defensive. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yes, an animated series and two live action. So yeah. what happens... What what are some of the answers to some of the questions that we had about what was going on in so, the episode we watched? You said that in the episode, the sister says, I don't want what happened to dad to happen to you. And you speculated that maybe his dad died because of some superhero related thing you were right claire yes well wild done. speculation for the win <laughs> so 
Um, basically, when Arthur, the sidekick, is about 11 or 12, he is having coffee outside and his dad has gone to fill the parking meter and basically a spaceship lands on his dad, which is full of his favourite superheroes. Oh no! Yeah, and but they've all been blinded by the terror, who then comes down, kills them all in front of Arthur, and then goes up to Arthur and starts talking to him. So Arthur, poor little boy, is fucking traumatised because his favourite superheroes killed his dad and then the terror killed his favourite superheroes. So that's why he has some issues. <laughs> it's really funny. I mean, it's, it's, it's sad, but also funny. I, I like that as an origin story. Yeah, so that's, like that. that's Arthur's origin story. And basically, <laughs> he it's quite cool. Like, I, I do, I know you haven't seen this, but I recommend watching it. I'm good. I think it's great. The soundtrack is amazing. It's all like really cool jazz stuff. And it's all set in Brooklyn. Okay. There's loads of cool, like, you see the Brooklyn Bridge all the time. It's really cool the way it's filmed. Um, basically, then Arthur becomes obsessed with finding out about the terror because then the terror. Right basically everyone thinks he's dead that superior who is the like the superman superhero yeah is meant to have killed the terror and like they find his teeth and everyone thinks is he's dead but arthur's convinced he's still alive so he's like obsessively collecting all this information and spying on people and then the Ooh. tick suddenly shows up and he, Arthur has a history of like hearing voices and making things up and you, and you see flashbacks of like the speaker and his like nightlight when he was a kid talking to him as Peter Serafino, it's his voice. So there's all this kind of backstory. That's why I messaged you and oh, I was like, cool. I think he's a figment of his imagination or maybe he's not. He's not, but Arthur thinks he is. And then, and then his sister sees him for real and he realizes that the tick is real. Right. Um, so there's that kind of like, playing on being insane and actually it's really interesting because i was reading that the tick's origin story in the comic is that he broke out he was in a mental asylum but broke out because he was bored <laughs> <laughs> so there's this kind of mental health thing going on which i think is quite interesting i was gonna say that sounds like a really interesting if, if it were meant this way even if it isn't necessarily it sounds like an interesting commentary on like mental health because it yeah. could have been uh like um not multiple personality disorder it's called um di- dysmorphic i think it's called something else and i've forgotten what it's called it's the new term for multiple personality disorder oh i don't know um but yeah. basically where where you 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 have other other it's aspects it's it's to I was literally reading about this yesterday. It's to kind of it. It's to indicate that it's not actually multiple personalities, but it's more that it's aspects of your personality that have been shunted into one thing, and they appear yeah. as stronger versions rather than just the whole personality being one thing. Because um, it sounds like, in a way, I wondered, and I wonder if this might happen later in the series. I don't know um, if you find out that maybe Arthur has created him he has imagined him and he has some sort of power that things he imagines can be real and another thing i thought was that he yeah exactly like he created the tick out of his own head because he needed some he needed a hero to avenge his father's death Oh, so the dark side of it i know this isn't true i don't know oh, okay. i just mean like i just mean like just um 
I can't be right twice. That's not okay. No, that's that's not true. Well, I think basically the origin story of a tick anyway isn't isn't that complicated. Okay. And I think this isn't that complicated either. Like the tick just appeared and he wants to help Arthur. Um but it is it is funny and I do really like it. Um and I think it's worth a watch. I think that I when we watched it, I think that my reaction to it was not as positive as yours because I did have such high expectations. I think you need to start from the beginning. Yeah. I, I think I, I probably will. I just still, I haven't yet. And I think I probably, this is another one that I think I will, I will start from the beginning at some point, but I just yeah. haven't yet. And I did think that I would have watched it uh, sooner than now, but I still haven't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like it and I'm going to continue watching it because it's quite, it's very funny and it's, it's a parody and I like parodies. So. Parodies are good. Parodies yeah. are good. Yeah. I think that's uh, all our shame. Hey, this week. I think we weren't some... too bad. No, I think we I think we're good. There are upcoming episodes where uh, we are quite shameful. <laughs> oh yes. I mean, we are pretty shameful anyway. Um I hope everyone's doing okay. I hope, you know, you're not climbing the walls. Yeah. I'm painting the walls, so yeah. I mean, that's helping. That's great. If you can get your hands on some paint, and and you're allowed to paint the walls if it. you want to if you don't want to don't i i think i um reference knitting oh yeah of this i'm still knitting uh i'm not even halfway through making a patchwork <laughs> quilt that's fun i'm also playing some... a very very small patchwork quilt so far <laughs> yes it's 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 big enough do you know what it's big enough for a cat that's that's all you need isn't it yeah meg would like it um yeah, I'm also playing weirdly depressing video games, not on purpose. So, uh... <laughs> never mind. If anyone wants to recommend any happy Switch games, please do, because I'm just going down an indie wormhole, which is all about death. So just, you know, something cheery. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, we hope you're all well. We hope you're all sort of coping and... And getting by and doing, if, if you're working, wonderful. If you're working from home, great. We hope you're not crawling the walls there as well. Mm. Um, yeah, keep on I, it. I bet there's a new kind of fashion for like half half dressed up, half dressed down. So like amazing hair and makeup and clothes. And then on the bottom, it's like pajamas. <laughs> next, <laughs> next year's runways. Yeah. <laughs> Models will be in pajama bottoms and slippers. Yeah. And then ball gowns on the top. Or like tuxedo with like really cool hair and then like teddy bear slippers. Oh my God, yes. We need to design this now. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> what do you mean next year? Next year, everything's going to be fine. I'm sticking my fingers in my ears and going la la la. To <laughs> um, so yeah, stay safe, people. Stay sane. Um, Don't be a dickhead. No. Shave your legs. Shave your legs. <laughs> I have not shaved my legs today. I have shaved under my arms, though. I, you'll be very glad to hear that I shaved my legs the other day because it's warm uh, and it was getting a bit much. Good girl. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I took the dog for a walk and I, d- I wore shorts because I was like, well, if anybody gets close enough to see, then they're too close. 
<laughs> that's true yeah very good that could be your like two meter distance thing just if you grow... can see how hairy my legs are you're too close or you could grow your leg hair so long that people <laughs> want to be within two meters of you what that you hairspray it vertical not oh, vertical horizontal you could spray your head hair like because <laughs> we've got quite thick hair that would work i don't think my hair is quite that long it's pretty bloody long at the minute because oh. i haven't had it cut in a year but Mine's... it's in a year, we haven't been on lockdown for that long. No, I'm just lazy. I don't. Yeah. I get it cut like once a year, and I Ew. got it cut in April last year before my friend's wedding, that's and I think that's the last time I got it cut. I'm embarrassed for you. Why? You hadn't noticed. You see me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't because we're stuck here. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> um no it's awesome that you don't need to i need to otherwise i'll start like sweating because my hair just gets really thick it just grows out so i've got to thin it that's why i turn it that's why i tie it up weirdo anyway yeah. how dare i tie my own hair up good god <laughs> sorry guys this is being this is recording um hope you have good, <laughs> good weeks we'll see you tomorrow for uh episode fuck what? 11 <gasps> yeah we're into double figures now Yay. check us out Yes, episode 11. Please let us know if you have any requests, recommendations, hairstyles. <laughs> you know, you want to yell at me more about how mean I am about Marvel? Go for it. I am, I, I'm bored, so anything, whatever, don't care. Um, <laughs> bring it on. Bring it on. I'll fight you. <laughs> virtually. Oh, yeah, virtually. Um, so have great weeks. Um and yeah, anything else you want to add, Claire? Um, just that if you do want to get in touch with us, you can email us at randomtelevision at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at randomtelepod, and you can find us on Instagram at randomtelevision. Exactly. And if you can tame any carrier pigeons, you can send them our way as well. See you tomorrow. See you then. Bye. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> Do-do-do-do. <laughs>